Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the uh, for the week. Ricky Dean, along with Rick Burkett, who joins me this week, as he always does, from Mobile, where he's uh, over there standing by on the telephone to talk about high school football. And we're not going to just talk about high school football from uh, southwest Alabama this week. We're going to kind of reach out and get all over the state as we talk about games that are left, and we'll start with Class 7A. And... Uh, you know, Rick, some very good games in Class 7A. We talked about them some uh, last week, especially the games in the Mobile-Baldwin County area. Some of those teams didn't fare so well in the first round, but some of them are still left, and uh, and we're going to talk about 7A first. You having a, a good night tonight? I sure am. Uh, uh, glad, to, glad to talk to you. Having a good evening. Had a, had a nice uh Deer stew dinner that uh, the Janet fixed up for us tonight it was very good. So uh, just looking forward to uh, another blessed week from the good Lord. So glad to be here. Yeah, that sounds like a good supper. I had pretty good supper myself. Had a little chicken and rice, little old fashioned chicken and rice tonight, and it was it was good. It hit the spot. As we uh, take a look at Class 7A in uh, games that took place this past Friday night, November the 10th, or they could have been played on Thursday, uh, November the 9th, uh, the first game we'll talk about, one of the Mobile schools got beat uh, last Friday night. Uh, Davidson had to go to Central Phoenix City, which was the number one team in Class 7A, and Central Phoenix City uh, beat Davidson by a score of 63-21, to 21, so Central Phoenix City will advance. In, um, in the other game, uh, one of the other games, uh, another good team from the Mobile area, the Baker Hornets. Uh, Baker had had a good season, and they were the number two uh, team in Class 7A Region 1. Baker ran up against a tough Auburn team at home, uh, and, and Auburn, you know, they made the trip from the city of Auburn, came down to Mobile, played Baker. Baker hosted them. Uh, Auburn picked up a victory there, so uh, that was a, a tough one for a good Mobile school. Another good Mobile school over there, Mary G. Montgomery. Uh, continues their winning ways as they won their first round game against Dothan. So uh, Mary Montgomery advances, and they will be at home again uh, this week. They will host another uh, another game, and uh, and then Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise just got all over Daphne and uh, and beat uh, the Daphne Trojans. So in the the South games in Class 7A, Rick, in the first one, you've got this Friday night, you've got Central, uh, Central Phoenix City at home. They will be hosting Auburn, and that's a couple of teams that are very familiar with each other. Uh, you know, it's not, not a very long trek from Auburn over to Phoenix City. And then you've got Mary G. Montgomery. Mary Montgomery will be at home in Sims as Enterprise will come to town to take on those guys. Yeah, and uh, best of luck to Mary Montgomery. Their storybook season continues. Uh, Auburn and Central Phoenix City. I mean, they they know each other well. They're they're you know they're they're rivals. So uh, that's all shaping up to be just a, a very a tough bracket. I mean, like I said earlier, in in the seven A's, they're they're all capable of beating each other. And congratulations to Davidson making the playoffs after a, a rough start, but they just went into a buzzsaw with uh, with Central. So. Uh, but Mary Montgomery still still got it going, and, and, and they've got a chance. And uh, nobody's surprised to see some of those teams in there. But Mary Montgomery's definitely new to this, so uh, best of luck to them. They're still undefeated, eleven and zero. Looking at the north side of the bracket. Uh, James Clemens was the home team. They took on Hoover. And, of course, any time you take on the Hoover Bucks, you know you're taking on a good football team. Hoover emerged victorious in that game over James Clemens by a score of 42-16. to Hoover advances. And then uh, in the second game on the uh, north side of the bracket for Class 7A, uh, Hewitt Trustful took on Bob Jones, and Bob Jones just didn't have enough as uh, Hewitt Trustful beat them 56-14. to So Hewitt Trustful advances in that side of the bracket as well. Then, of course, you've got the team that everybody's familiar with uh, when you get up around the Birmingham area, particularly just short of Birmingham at Alabaster. You've got Thompson, and uh, and Thompson just 
got all over Florence by a score of 42 to nothing Friday night, and they won that game. And then you had the Austin-Vestavia Hills game. Austin was actually the host team. Vestavia Hills was the visitor. Vestavia Hills beat Austin 38 to 17, and 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 so in the next uh, round games that you've got, you've got Hewitt Trustville. They will be at home. They will take on the Hoover Bucks, and then in the other game on the north side of the bracket, you've got uh, Thompson will take on Vestavia Hills, and Vest- uh, Thompson will be the home team on that side of the bracket as well. Yep, uh, those are all shaping up to be great games. Of course, they're all very familiar with each other up there. They're all around that that Birmingham area. Every every one of those teams in in the north uh, are all from the 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 Birmingham area, so they're all very familiar with each other. I think Thompson's going to come victorious out of that bracket on the south side. Uh, my my pick is actually going to be Auburn with, with Mary Montgomery as a dark horse. I think it'll be Auburn will probably come out to face Thompson. That's my pick, anyhow. I don't know who's yours, yours, yours will be, but but Mary Mary Montgomery's got a shot. I think they can take Enterprise, and uh, I think uh, Auburn will wind up uh, beating Central Phoenix City. In games this past Friday night, Rick in Class Six A, Sarah Land just beat the brakes off of uh, McAdory as McAdory came down and uh, Sarah Land was victorious, fifty-four to fourteen in that game. Carver Montgomery didn't fare very well. Uh, at Briarwood uh, this past week, Briarwood shut them out 25 to nothing. Uh, in another game that uh, took place, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa uh, was victorious over St. Paul's. There, you're familiar with St. Paul's. Hillcrest yeah. Tuscaloosa 20, St. Paul 6. Helena was. Uh, Victorious over Wetumpka as Helena beat Wetumpka 58-28. to uh, Benjamin Russell was the next winner on that side of the bracket. We're talking about the south side of the Class 6A bracket. Benjamin Russell 39 and Sidney Lanier 12. And uh, if we look down at the, the next game on the south side of the bracket or the next couple of games, it was Hueytown. Hueytown 14, Theodore nothing in a very close game, a, a good game. Uh, Theodore just never could get on the scoreboard as they lost 14 to nothing. And then uh, Pike Road. Uh, was victorious over Homewood 10 to 9. Now that was a close ball game and a good one. And then of course the uh, Spanish Fort Toros over there on the eastern shore. They were the host team on uh, this past Friday night. They played host to Bessemer City and beat Bessemer City 28 to nothing. So if we look at upcoming games this week, Rick, uh, we've got uh, four games left to go on the south side of the bracket. It'll be Sarah Land will go on the road. They'll go up to, to Birmingham and play Briarwood Christian. And then you've got Hill uh, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa. They will stay at home this week and play Helena. Benjamin Russell will be at home and take on Hueytown. And uh, then Pike Road will host Spanish Fort. So Spanish Fort will have to go to Montgomery and take on Pike Road. Yeah, and that'll be a tough game for Spanish Fort. Pike Road's a good team, got a great defense. Uh, no big surprises on any of those. Maybe Briarwood a little I wouldn't even say that was a big surprise over Carver Montgomery, but uh, uh, you know our pick. We already know our picks in that in, the, in, the, in that South bracket that the Commander Tops going to be the University of Sarah Land. No doubt, yeah, I think Sarah Land's going to be the the odds on favorite of all those groups or of of any of this six A group anywhere in the state. As we uh, take a look at the other side of the bracket games that took place uh, this past week in the northern half of the bracket. It was Parker 61, May Jemison 14. It was Oxford. You know, that's where we stayed this past Friday night. Oxford was victorious as they beat Athens by a score of 45 to 27. Gadsden City, 44. Gardendale, 16. You also had Hartzell, uh, 28. And Centerpoint, 18. In another game that happened on that side of the bracket, Muscle Shoals beat Pinson Valley 42-7. Fort Payne 
beat Mortimer Jordan by a score of 45-28. to 28. And Clay Chalkwell, of course, uh, they beat Calhoun by a score of 49-7. to 7. And finally, Mountain Brook, uh, they beat Buckhorn by a score of 35-14. to 14. So your north side of the bracket uh, games coming up this week, Oxford will be on the road. They'll go to Parker and play. You'll have Hartzell traveling up to Gadsden City. You have Fort Payne will take on Muscle Shoals, so they've got to go kind of across the state. And then you've got uh, Mountain Brook taking on Clay Chalkville. So uh, those are your four games on the northern side of the bracket. That's that's what will be happening in Class 6A. Yeah, I think coming out of that, to me, Gadsden City's my pick. They've had a great year this year. Uh, I don't really see too many more surprises. I know Mountain Brook, you know, they had two losses. But my pick out of that north would be Gadsden City. As we continue to look at uh, the different classifications in the state of Alabama this week, we'll move down to 5A and take a look at the games. Of course, uh, you know, we also uh, had to refer to Gulf Shores as the University of Gulf Shores because of the way they played all year long. They continued their winning ways in the first round of the playoffs as they beat Beauregard by a score of 48-7. to Charles Henderson uh, got all over um, Marbury by a score of 64-20. to You had Central Clay County get, getting shut out by UMS Wright. That was a game that you and I were following because of the the boys from UNS, uh, UMS Wright. And, of course, they came up with a very hard-fought defensive battle. They were victorious 7 to nothing. And then you had uh, Holtville. Uh, got beat. Holtville was the host team. They got beat by Headland by a score of 30-20. to 20. Demopolis victorious over Carroll of Ozark in a very close ball game. I bet this one was exciting. It was 31-28 was the score there. Then you had uh, B.C. Rain. We talked about B.C. Rain. B.C. Rain uh, beat Valley by a score of 34-22. to 22. Then you had Lufa- uh, Ufala they played Shelby County and beat them 65-19. to And then, of course, the guys from over there that you're very familiar with in Mobile, Faith Academy. Faith Academy was victorious over Elmore County. They won that game by a score of 31-7. to So your four games left for the south side of the bracket on November the 17th will be Gulf Shores. They will stay at home, and they will host Charles Henderson. You've got UMS Wright. They will be on the road again as they will head to Headland and play. BC Rain will stay at home or will be at home this week. They actually traveled Friday night. They will be at home this week in their new digs, and they will play Demopolis in a second-round ball game. And then you've got uh, Ufala will be at home, actually. Faith Academy has to go on the road this week, and they will take on Ufala. Yeah, that's a long trip over there, too. Uh, you've been over there yourself. So it's a long trip. Best of luck with Faith Academy Rams. Uh, I know lots of the folks over there still, all my children went to school there. And uh, and they kind of they started out the season a little rough, but they're finishing strong. They've been peaking at the right time. And I think putting it on them, nobody – it wasn't an upset by any means, but uh, put, they put on El- Elmore County 31-7 to pretty well. But it, it, like as you said, in that whole bracket, nobody's come close to even touching Gulf Shores all year. So that's going to be tough for somebody to beat Gulf Shores. But, uh, and, and good luck to BC Reigns, too, on that. They've kind of got a storybook season going. They've had their new stadium open this year. So good luck to, to, the, to the Raiders at BC Reigns. As we look at the north bracket for Class 6A, um, Ramsey played West Point on Friday night. They beat them 50 to nothing. Leeds took on Arab. They beat them 33 to 7. It was Russellville over Fairfield by a score of 38 to 21. Scottsboro got beat. Scottsboro was the host team. They got beat by Moody by a score of 28 to 10. And then you had Gunnersville. 31 to 7 over Springville. Uh, also looking at other games that were uh, that took place in the northern side of the bracket, you had Fairview 
they took on John Carroll and lost 22 to 14. You've got uh, Boaz taking on South Side of Gadsden. Uh, that score was 10 to 7 in favor of Boaz. And then you've got uh, Pleasant Home and Lawrence County played each other. It was Pleasant Home coming Victoria out of that one. Uh, victorious out of that one, I should have said, 49 to 17. So your your four games this week on the northern side of the Class 5A bracket are going to be Ramsey at home. They'll take on Leeds of Birmingham, and then you've got uh, Moody. Moody will be at home against Russellville. John Carroll will host Gunnersville as uh, that game takes place, and then you've got Boaz. Boaz will stay. Will actually re- return home. They were on the road last week. We'll but Boaz will be at home against Pleasant Grove. So those are your four games that are left in Class 5A um, of the uh, the northern side of the bracket in the state playoffs for uh, the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Yes, sir. Ramsey's got a good defense. Uh, they're kind of like the, the Gulf Shores of the north. They, they're going to be tough to beat. But, of course, uh, Gunnerville's got a great good, uh, very good defense also. So my pick out at north will be Ramsey. Got to move down now to Class 4A, and we've got a couple of teams in Class 4A that we're familiar with and, and some that we haven't talked about very much all year long, but uh, but we'll we'll go through those as, as we continue here. Jackson was victorious over Claiborne County. Jackson was at home. They beat Claiborne County 44-7. The Andalusia Bulldogs, they were at home, and they were victorious over Sipsy Valley by a score of 43-6. Hanley handed St. Michael's a big loss. Uh, Hanley beat them 68 to 38 as St. Michael's Catholic went on the road. American Christian was victorious over Booker T. Washington. Uh, or actually, no, that's wrong. Uh, or I said it wrong. It's not wrong on the paper. I read the paper wrong. It's actually uh, Booker T. Washington beat American Christian by a score of 22 to 12. So Booker. Washington will advance. Bibb County got all over Montgomery Academy by a score of 56 to 6. It was Jacksonville 35, Bayside Academy 7. So Bay, Bayside Academy's out. Uh, Catholic of Montgomery 48, West Blockton 7. And so Catholic Montgomery advances, and the T.R. Miller Tigers were victorious in a game that they trailed. You know, we we covered that game a little bit while we were uh, uh, doing the 3A game up at uh, uh, Wadawi, and T.R. Miller was down in that game most of the time. They come out victorious by a score of 20 to 16. Yeah, they were down 13 to nothing, at at, uh, I believe, at the half. You know, right before the half, and then we're able to come back and get something going and came back won the game. So if we look at the uh, next uh, round of games in the South bracket, uh, you're looking at uh, the games that will be this Friday night, November 17th. The Jackson Aggies will host the Andalusia Bulldogs. That will be a war, and uh, that would be a good game to go uh, to, to go take a look at if you're looking for something to do on a Friday night. Booker T. Washington will uh, be the host team. They will take on Hanley. Bibb County will take on Jacksonville, and Catholic Montgomery will host T.R. Miller as T.R. Miller will go on the road this week uh, in their ball game. So good luck to T.R. Miller and to Jackson and, and even to the folks that find folks over at Andalusia. We've got some uh, South teams that are some really good football teams in this Class 4A group that, uh, that will be playing to advance this Friday night. Yeah, and like you said, some of the ones that we're, we're familiar with, and, uh, of course, you and I will probably attend one of the South Alabama games this Friday night. And uh, so good luck to all of them. I'd love to go to that Jackson-Andalusia game. That's going to be a war. We're both very, very good football teams all year long. And uh, you got to watch out for Bibb County, too, just southeast of Tuscaloosa Center, Alabama. They – they uh, Centerville, Alabama. They once they get rolling, they've got enough tradition there. They could be a team to look out for too. And of course, good luck to the Terra Miller Tigers. As we look at the uh, north side of the bracket in Class 4A of the Alabama High School Athletic Association, uh, Dora uh, played Priceville this week, uh, and uh, and Dora lost. Priceville came out victorious. Priceville was on the road and beat Dora by a score of 18 to 14 in a very close right. ball game. 
Uh, and a big upset. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, Aniata, they uh, they played six and two. Aniata, they they beat Brooks. No, I'm sorry, they lost to Brooks. Aniata was six and two. Brooks was seven and three. The final score there was Brooks beat them fifty six to forty two. As we moved down, uh, we had uh, Westminster Christian. At eight and one, they played Oak Grove. They beat Oak Grove by a score of thirty-five to thirteen. You got Deschler. Deschler and Fultondale played next. Uh, Deschler came out victorious in that ball game, forty-three to twenty-seven. West Morgan fifty-six and Etowah nothing in a big blowout game right there. That was a seven and one West Morgan team playing six and four Etowah, but uh, West Morgan got the best of them. Uh, Randolph took on Comer, and uh, Comer was actually on the road. Randolph was the host team, 8-2, and two, against a 5-3 and three Comer team, and Comer beat them by a score of 42-21. to 21. As we move down and look at the next game, it was Cherokee County at 6-1, and one, uh, taking on Central of Florence at 7-4. and four. That game turned out Cherokee County, the winner in that one, by a score of 56-28. to 28. And then Haleyville, Haleyville took on North Jackson. Uh, Haleyville was 5-2. North Jackson was 8-3. But Haleyville got the best of North Jackson by a score of 33-14. to 14. So the, the next four games this week on the north side of the bracket for Class 4A in the state of Alabama will be Brooks at home hosting Priceville. Uh, Westminster, Westminster Christian will be at home and take on Deschler. West Morgan will go on the road and take on uh, Comer. And then uh, Cherokee County will stay at home this week, and they will take on Haleyville. That will be your north bracket teams in Class 4A in the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Yeah, and uh, I think West Morgan and Cherokee County, uh, of course, they'll play each other before one of them comes out of that north bracket, but that would be my two picks coming out of the north. So as we move down into 3A now, games that took place this past Friday night, of course, uh, we've been talking about them all year long, and there's no doubt Mobile Christian is just a a different beast. Mobile Christian got all over Beulah Friday night by a score of 52-7. to Houston Academy dumped Alabama Christian. Houston Academy 49, Alabama Christian 18. Walker, uh, or I'm sorry, Walter Welburn, this is who Flomerton, the Hurricanes, went up there now. The the Flomerton Hurricanes were the number four seed in class a 3A Region 1. They travel to Region 4 and take on their number one seed, and the Flomerton Hurricanes got all over them 34 to nothing. So congratulations to Flomerton. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we were getting updates, you know, from uh, Larry and Ernie during our game up there. They were playing right, you know, right there close to us because they're in the same region. And, uh, and congratulations to the Hurricanes. Uh, they, they finished the season strong, and uh, they, they make and make a run for it. Also, games going on on the south side of the bracket this past Friday night. Trinity got all over Providence Christian. That score was Trinity 31 and Providence Christian 14. St. James, uh, they won their game against Op. It was St. James hosting Op. St. James come out victorious 41 to 7. Randolph County, you know, this is the game that you and I had, a very good Randolph County football team. W.S. Neal was, uh, I mean, they scored 36 points in the first half and and had the lead uh, at halftime, but uh, they were just unable to to make any kind of adjustments at halftime, and Randolph County came back out, and on the strength of a very strong running game, uh, Randolph County ends up victorious in that game by a score of 48 to 36. Yeah, I mean, sort of like, uh, you know, the, oh, I believe it was Dick, the tale of two cities. It was the tale of two halves. Uh, W.S. Mill really put it on, uh, Randolph County, we thought, in the first half. And, uh, the score was 36 to, uh, to 21, uh, at, at the half in favor of Neil. 
but the final score ended up being 48 to 36. So they, they beat Neil t- basically 28 to nothing in the second half. And it wasn't that Neil didn't, Neil moved the ball, but they had some very costly holding penalties and had one really bad fumble when they had a drive going and still had the lead at that point. Now, Randolph County didn't get the lead till the end of the fourth quarter, to the middle of the fourth quarter. And then they tacked on some at the end, too. But it's a really close game. And, and overall, I think the thing about that was is, is that WSNL had a very good year. It's just Coach Fountain's second year there. And, and uh, Coach Sims, uh, is this his first year there, Ricky, uh, back? Yes. Yeah, he, yeah, he was at XL the previous year, yeah. Yeah, so he he's kind of still kind of got his team together. Coach Fountain does, and I think we need to expect big things out there just doing next year. And the Randolph County folks were just as nice and pleasant as they could be, and best of luck to them because they and they're going to need it because they're playing the defending state champions and uh, uh, from last year in three A St. James. So yeah, the it la- was still a good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah. it. It was. It was a good good time, and they treated us very nice. And that is just a beautiful area of the state of Alabama up there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, also, oh, yeah, yeah, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was. It was good. We were just we were wowed by the fall scenery on the way up there and back. So it was just a just a nice trip. In other games, the last two games on the uh, south side of uh, the Class Three A bracket, uh, south side of Selma took on uh, Strawn. Strawn victorious in that one. Strawn beat Southside by a score of 45 to 14. And then the Thomasville Tigers. They were the number two ranked class uh, 3A Region 1 team. Uh, Thomasville emerges victorious over Dadeville by a score of 28 to nothing. So games this week, Mobile Christian will be at home in Mobile. And uh, Houston Academy, all I can tell you is that y'all put up a lot of points the other night. But I'm going to tell you, you better you better strap it on tight when you go into into Mobile Christian uh, this week and play them. That's a good football team. That will be a very good football game. You got Flomerton. Flomerton will be home against Trinity. So uh, Flomerton's going to have an opportunity to play a playoff game in front of the home crowd. That'll be awesome to see. And uh, then you've got St. James, as you mentioned, uh, will be taking on Randolph County. And uh, Randolph County's a good squad, but uh, so is St. James. That'll be a good game uh, in uh, class 3A on the south side of the bracket, and Strawn will be at home. They will host Thomasville as Thomasville will go across, go on the road. They'll head across uh, Highway 84 and 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 get over to Strawn, and uh, and that game will uh, be played also on Friday night. If we look at the um, the the games from the north side of the bracket from this past week, Gordo got all over. Phil Campbell by a score of 56 to 6. It was Geraldine over Susan Moore, 56 to 14. Lauderdale County, 35. Fayette County, 14. It was J.B. Pennington losing to Piedmont. Piedmont was actually on the road. Piedmont beat J.B. Pennington by a score of 44 to 14. You got Madison Academy. They beat Hoax Bluff by a score of 57 to 20. Mars Hill all over Oakman 63 to 7. And then Sylvania uh, shut out Vinemont by a score of 41 to nothing. And Winfield, uh, they got on Cobert County by a score of 43 to 21. So if you look at your four games this Friday night in uh, Class 3A on the north side of the bracket, you've got Gordo taking on Geraldine. Uh, Gordo will be at home. You've got Piedmont. They will be hosting Lauderdale County in a game uh, there in Piedmont. You've got Madison Academy uh, will be taking on Mars Hill. Madison Academy will be at home. And you've got Sylvania. Sylvania and Winfield will tie up, and that game will be in Sylvania. So that'll be the north side of the bracket as teams continue to play to try to get that blue map and a state championship for their respective teams. Yeah, best of luck. We'll we'll be pulling for our teams, and primarily Flemington. Since we know those guys real well, so uh, we'll we'll be keeping up with it. Maybe, like I said, we'll get maybe we'll get a chance to attend that Flemington game this Friday night. If we can get it all to work out. 
Yeah, looking forward to that as Flumerton will play at home. It'll get us an, give us give us an opportunity to uh, to just be a fan in the stands on Friday night. That'll be kind of cool. So uh, yeah. here we go, looking at uh, at other games as we continue. We'll move down to Class 3A as we look at the uh, games from the south side of the bracket, and uh, Clark County took on Vincent. Uh, Clark County hosted Vincent as they were the Class 2A Region 1 champion. It was Clark County 20, Vincent 9. G.W. Long played Goshen. Now, G.W. Long was the host team in this one, but Goshen got all over them. The score was Goshen th- uh, 61, G.W. Long 40. Not much defense there, and uh, that was kind of like basketball on grass uh, in-, in that game. As you look down, B.B. Comer got all over Washington County. Of course, Washington County from Class 2A Region 1 didn't fare well. They didn't get on the scoreboard. The final score there, B.B. Comer 49, Washington County nothing. You had Highland Home. They took on Ayrton, the uh, Purple Cats. It was Highland Home 45, Ayrton 6, so Highland Home advances. Uh, Realtown took on Wicksburg. Uh, the final score there, Realtown 34, Wicksburg 14. And Thorsby, Thorsby took on Chickasaw. Chickasaw did not fare very well in that one. The final score there, Thorsby and Chickasaw had a game uh, on Friday night, of course, and it was Thorsby coming out victorious in that ball game by a score of 50-16. to 16. In the last two games that we had, Cottonwood emerged victorious. They played Laverne. That was kind of surprising to me. Of course, Laverne was not uh, – they had to go on the road, but Laverne's usually a really good football team. Cottonwood beat them by a score of 26-8. to And then if we look at uh, St. Luke's and Isabella – St. Luke's actually was was at home in that ball game. They played in Mobile, but Isabella came to town and just got all over them by a score of 44 to 17. So if we look at the uh, games that will be played in uh, this Friday night in uh, in the south side of that bracket, it will be uh, Clark County will be on the road. They will travel to Goshen. B.B. Uh, Comer will be at home as they take on the Flying Squadron of, I just love the name of that team, by the way, the Flying Squadron of Highland Home. Uh, Realtown will be at home. They'll take on Thorsby. And uh, Isabella will be at home. They will take on Cottonwood. So those will be your four games on the uh, on, on that side of the bracket for Class 2A in um, the Alabama High School Athletic Association. If we look at uh, other games uh, that was on the north side of the bracket, it was Tuscaloosa Academy over Red Bay by a score of 35-16. to 16. Um, Southeastern got all over Collinsville by a score of 28-21. to 21. Well, beat them by a touchdown. I don't guess that's really getting all over somebody. Tanner, you talk about basketball on grass, Tanner and Lamar County played each other. Tanner beat Lamar County by a score of 64-55. to 55. Man at the points. You would... Uh, the the guy doing the radio in that would certainly have to take a take a break every now and then and catch his breath. Yeah. Uh, Pisgah played Pleasant Valley. Pisgah comes out um, victorious in that game by a score of 44 to 20. It was 548 and West End uh, Walnut Grove uh, nothing. So 48 to nothing. Five wins in advances. Lexington 54. Aliceville 28. That was uh, that game there that was held at Lexington. Uh, Locust Fork, 54, North Sand Mountain, 7. So uh, that game was uh, at Locust Fork, and Locust Fork will also host this week. And then Sullivant took on Hatton. The final score there, 44, uh, 43-12, to uh, beat Hatton. So now your games that are left this week that will be uh, played on the north side of the Class 2A bracket will be Tuscaloosa Academy hosting Southeastern. 
you know, you and I have been to Tuscaloosa Academy and done games when they were in the AISA. Uh, the, the Tanner Rattlers, they will be at home. They will take on Pisgah. Fife will be at home and take on Lexington, and Locust Fort will be at home, and they will play Sulligan. So that'll be your uh, Class 2A games, your north side of the bracket games that remain in Class 2A. As we yeah, can, and that's Tuscaloosa. I mean, you—they were just—I mean, congratulations to them. They were just playing. They were playing AISA ball just a couple of years ago. So you could say they're kind of the favorite out of that North Division for for two A football. And good luck to them. Well, you know, when we covered them, uh, went up there when Escambia Academy played them in in class, uh, you know, you know, in like class two A uh, AISA ball. Uh, they were always a good team up there in Tusc- Tuscaloosa. They got a great fan base and uh, and and great facilities, and uh, and they're just a good football. And obviously, uh, they're a good football team and have been a good fit to come over and play Alabama High School Athletic Association public school football. That's right, and they've done well. Looking at games in Class 1A now, the games from this past Friday night, Leroy took on Calhoun and beat them 40-7. to Georgiana, oh my, Georgiana is just, they are spanking everybody they come across. Georgiana was, uh, just beat Keith bad. Georgiana 61, Keith nothing. That's a bunch of shutouts in a row for Georgia, uh, Georgiana, isn't it, Rick? Well, uh, they had six in a row, I think, during the season five, but they've got, I think they've got seven shutouts so far out of 11 ball games that they played. Uh, and they're not undefeated. They did get beat by Elba in the middle of the season, but they they've got a ridiculously good defense. I kind of always pull from old boys from Butler County, so <laughs> I hope they do well. It looks like they are. So good, good job, Georgiana. Lochipoca took on uh, Southern Choctaw. Lochipoca beat Southern Choctaw 34-6. It was Linden losing to Brantley. Linden was a host team. They were at home, and Brantley just spanked them 42-17, so Brantley advances. Of course, Sweetwater's always a good football team. They took on Florala, and uh, Sweetwater victorious in that game by a score of 48-22. I talked about Maplesville, the Red Devils. Boy, they that's a tough place to go play. Choctaw County went up there and Maplesville beat them 41 to 14. Elba hung 70 on University Charter School and beat them 70 to 8. So Elba obviously a very good football team and Milry. Yeah, in Yeah, in in, in class 1A Elba is like Suraland, you might—they're too small to call a university, and maybe you could call them like a state college. But nobody's come close to beating Elba. I mean, Elba is a, an extremely good football team, and I know you got a lot of tradition. And there were some of the schools like Sweetwater, and, and of course, Elba's already beat Georgiana. We know Georgiana's got a good team, and uh, so that that Elba team—they're ridiculously good in any classification. So go ahead. Yeah, the, the 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 last game that we talked about is Milry. You know, Milry coming off a loss to Leroy, the last game of the regular season. But uh, Milry gets back on the winning track in Class 1A as uh, they win their first-round game over Notasoga by a score of 55 to nothing. So if we go over to the north side of the bracket in Class 1A, Shoals Christian uh, battled Lynn. Lynn came out victorious in that one by a score of 53 to 7. You've got uh, Coosa Christian took on Spring Garden. It was Coosa Christian victorious in that one by a score of 28 to nothing. Hackleburg battled uh, Marion County. Hackleburg victorious by a score of 47 to 8. You had Valley Head taking on Raglan. Valley Head victorious by a score of 30 to 14. Decatur Heritage Christian uh, got beat by Winterboro. That score, Winterboro 42, Decatur Heritage Christian 37. Uh, Pickens County got on Addison. Addison actually hosted that game, but Pickens County on the road went in there and beat them 32-20. to 20. And uh, then Wadley played Cedar Bluff. It was Wadley 62, Cedar Bluff 10, and South Lamar uh, eliminated Meek 
from the uh, tournament. South Lamar advances. Uh, they beat them by a score of 32-14. to 14. So if we look at the games left in uh, Class 1A in the northern bracket, it'll be Lynn traveling to Coosa Christian. Hackleburg will be at home over Valleyhead. Uh, Pickens County will will be at home. They will take on Winterboro, and Wadley will stay at home this week and take on South Lamar. And that's going to wrap up uh, our games in Class 7A all the way down to 1A for the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Really good games coming up this week, Rick, as, uh, man, the closer you get to to advancing to, to go play for that uh, that blue map, that state championship trophy, man, uh, the the, the all the intensity just gets stirred up and stirred up. And as you can see, uh, throughout the brackets, there's always an upset or two, and that's why it's always uh, uh, a cause for congratulations to whatever teams make the playoffs. And usually in that first round, the, the number one seed, but we saw right through there were several number one seeds lost to number four seeds. So uh, just making the playoff is, is reason for congratulations. Congratulations to everybody that made the playoffs. And uh, and it continues on. Like 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 you, you said before, it's a uh, uh, win or go home, and, that, and that's what you got to do. So good, good luck to all the teams from, from wherever you're at, but especially the ones from, uh, that we're familiar with, the ones from southwest Alabama. And now let's move over into the Alabama Independent School Association, the AISA, as they will this Thursday, uh, November the 16th, at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. They will play all four, and uh, they have four teams, four uh, games, actually, that will uh, play. So they will crown the state champions with uh, with with four um, with. And, and actually, I'm looking, and, and I don't see I don't see a score. Now I may be wrong on this. This uh, this eight man playoff game may not be played in Montgomery, uh, or it may not be played this Thursday because I'm looking and and the bracket is not completely filled out. So w- when we get to it, I'll tell you what I've got on paper, and uh, and hopefully it'll be correct. But uh, I do know that we're going to play the 3A, 2A, and 1A ballgames all this week in the AISA, and uh, that will take place in Montgomery at the Crampton Bowl. In Class 3A, your uh, playoff games that took place this past week, Glenwood School got all over Otaga Academy and beat them 45-12. Lee Scott Academy hosted Fort Dale Academy and beat them 42-3. So in the Class 3A division of the AISA, your state championship game will have uh, Glenwood taking on Lee Scott. So that's going to be a big ball game there at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. Yeah, and uh, and, and I, I think that one could go either way right there. I think both those schools are pretty evenly matched. And... Uh, so that'll be a good one for sure. In Class 2A, as we move down there, you know, you and I talked about Chambers Academy. We've been to Chambers Academy several times when we were following Escambia Academy football and doing them on the radio. Chambers Academy got all over Patrician. Patrician only able to muster a safety in the ball game. The final score there, Chambers Academy 38, Patrician Academy 2, and Banks Academy, they just destroyed Clark Prep Academy. Banks Academy 64, and Clark Prep three so all Clark Prep could do was kick a field goal so your state championship game in the class 2A division of the AISA will be Chambers Academy taking on Banks Academy on Thursday yeah and that Banks Academy team they, they we knew they were good even at the beginning of the season but they got stronger and stronger as the season went over and now in the first two playoff games they have not been scored on in, in the playoffs uh, so I was like, of course, Chambers Academy, which is 2A, beat Glenwood, who's going to be playing for the 3A state championship, and beat them handily uh, in week seven or eight of the regular season. And I've been saying all along, I thought Chambers Academy was the, the best team regardless of classification. But uh, <laughs> Banks, and you brought this up yourself last night, Banks may have something for Chambers Academy, but Chambers Academy better have them strapped up because uh, – uh, Banks is a is a city school and 
And uh, they may be playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder too, being a city, a Birmingham city school, uh, playing on you know the Royal uh, Chambers Academy bunch. Now Chambers Academy is good. I'd still pick them in the game, but it you know Banks Academy has definitely been rolling since about halfway through the season. Yeah, they're a good football team, no doubt. In the Class 1A bracket, as we look, Lowndes Academy took on Jackson Academy. And, uh, you know, Jackson Academy was the defending uh, Class 1A state champion, but uh, not this year. They're not going back. Lowndes Academy got on them by a score of 48-14. to 14. And then, you know, uh, you and I kind of, we kind of were pulling for Wilcox Academy, being right here from, uh, close to where I live, and of course we've both been over there and done done games before, and I've officiated games and also uh, done games on the radio before over there. Wilcox Academy played Southern Academy. Wilcox emerges victorious by a score of 49 to 12. So your Class 1A state championship game in the AISA will be Lowndes Academy taking on Wilcox Academy. So uh, congratulations to Wilcox making that, and of course uh, that'll be a good game too. Anytime you have a state championship game, uh, it's going to be a good football game. Yeah, that really should be a good game there, and I'm, and I'm like you, I'll be pulling for Wilcox Academy. They got stronger as the season went along, better and better uh, in each game, and and uh, and that that'll be my pick for that game, Wilcox Academy. And I tell you what, I'm going to do is I'm I'm just going to look at uh, here. I'll tell you what I've got in this eight man uh, playoff bracket. I've got two games. Uh, really don't have. Uh, uh, much of anything to put out there other than what I'm showing on the bracket is that there are two games left. Now, there's there's not a score and there's not uh, anything listed as far as where the game will be played, but it is uh, uh, it is what it is, and we'll just put out what we've got. I've got Cornerstone Christian taking on North River Christian and Springwood taking on Southern Prep Academy. Those are the two games that, that should get you two teams that advance to the state championship game in eight-man football and something that I haven't seen. Rick, I, I mean, I really, and I'm sorry that I'm not any better prepared than what I am right here, I, but I just thought that the information well, would be there. it's not your fault, yeah. And, There's uh, no, there, I don't have an update on it either, but they are playing. It, it's, from what I know, they're playing at 10 a.m. Uh, uh, um, along with the rest of the teams this this Thursday, so uh, in the Crampton Bowl. So, you know, uh, I don't know which one's won, but I think there was a winner between those two winners between those four teams. We just don't know who that is. Well, good luck to, to whichever teams there are. We just hope uh, that, yeah. that nobody gets injured. And, uh, you know, I, I even said myself that I would be interested in kind of uh, watching that eight-man football because I've never seen an eight-man game like that. I would I would love to just uh, sit in on one and uh, see it. One other game that we need to mention, Rick, is uh, going to be happening down in Florida, uh, a team from right across uh the state line from uh, from me down here. As a matter of fact, I'm familiar with the community, and and you are too. As uh, we've both got uh, friends and neighbors and kin folks and everything else down around the Walnut Hill area. But uh, from uh, from Brat, Florida, the Northview Chiefs will be. Uh, they won their game the other night. They beat Jay in the first round game that they played and got on them pretty good. And uh, they advanced. And uh, they will be traveling this week. They will be going on the road to Panama City to take on Panama City Bozeman. That game's scheduled to get underway Friday night at 7.30. So good luck to the Northview Chiefs as they continue. You know, uh, Northview's they they have not had a bad year. They they just have not had the year that they had last year. Of course, we've talked about them some during the year. Uh, you don't lose 11 seniors on a on a school the size of the Northview Chiefs, and uh, and for them to be where they are right now, that that ought to be a sense of pride for those kids because they have fought through some adversity and they've won some big games and got themselves in a second round playoff spot so awesome for them and we'll be pulling for the Chiefs this Friday night as well yeah that's right good luck to them we just we just talked about there's always upsets that you just didn't see coming and just making the playoffs is a, is a big deal and, and congratulations is in order so uh, who can tell what will happen and, and the Chiefs while their record may not reflect how good of a team they are, but they played most of the losses were to larger teams, 
and they played a bunch of larger teams last year. So they're in their element. They're playing one A rural Florida ball, and so you know they're taking on the number one seed in rural football for or the number one ranked rural team uh, for uh, Florida football. But hey, Northview don't don't shy away from anybody, and uh, and you know they, they're tough too. And the game that we covered this year with them, they they played tough. So. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if I know if you didn't go down there and come out with a with a W. Yeah, well, good luck to them. I tell you, I'd, I'd be proud to see them go down there and uh, and pick up another win and continue their season. Well, Rick, that's going to about do everything. I think we covered just about everybody we wanted to cover. You know, the only thing I wanted to do before we really sign off this week, and I know you do as well, is I just want to say thank you to uh, the WS Neal Blue Eagles and to the fans and everybody around uh, the East Bruton area. You know, we, we traveled all year long with this Neal Blue Eagle football team. And, uh, man, what a great group of kids. What a great uh, fan base they have. What a great group of coaches, of course. You know, uh, uh, Coach Hugh Fountain and, and Coach Mike Sims and, and all the other members of the coaching staff. Uh, you know, just you, you just – you develop a kinship with those guys and uh, I can remember you know Coach Sims coming into the radio booth and giving me my tap when I needed it of course when things were going well you know we always we always kind of made fun and, and picked back and forth and it was a lot of fun and, and man I'm looking forward to big things you know Neil if you think about it Rick just two years ago two years ago not this year not last year but the year previous ws neal was an 0 and 10 football team they did not win a game all year long and the two years under coach hugh fountain they've gone to the playoffs last year they made it to the second round this year they were very close to making it to the second round again and they're a young football team still now they're going to have some big shoes to fill and replace coming up but uh, they're going to continue to grow, and they're going to continue to get better. And with the coaching staff that they've got, there's nothing but good things ahead for the WS Neal Blue Eagle football team. Yeah, that's right, Ricky. Uh, thank you to Coach Fountain and Coach Sims. Thank you to Jerry and his wife Stacy Aaron for uh, for being for helping us and getting us set up there like we needed to uh, with the YouTube mixing with the radio, and uh, they did a great job. Uh, Thank you to the, all the administration at WSNL. They've just done done a great job. And, I mean, you know, we can't sound any more genuine than we are. We're very thankful. Those are some of the nicest Christian folks you could ever hope to deal with. And uh, and it was a pleasure and an honor to cover them this year, uh, uh, each and every Friday night. And uh, and, I, and you're right. They're going to be a very good football team next year. You They've got a lot to look forward to. And uh, and it was a great season. I mean, they had a great season. Beat some good teams, and, and we're in every game. And it, it and so, you know, just, just looking forward to next year. No doubt. I can't wait, and, uh, and I wish we were still going this week, but we're not. And we can't cry over spilled milk, but we just got to strap it on. And all the boys uh, uh, there at Neil, the ones that are hanging around and that they've got eligibility left, and uh, you need to scour the hallways at WS Neil and get those guys that you know that can be a help to you. Get them out and get them playing football, and uh, and we'll see you all next year uh, on the sidelines and in the airwaves and, and on YouTube. Man, I can't wait to, to – I'm looking forward to doing it again. If they, if they do ask us back, I'll be back. I guarantee you that. Yes, sir. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Get out and support your favorite local high school football team if they're still in uh, the playoffs or whatever, and we'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Sports Moose Media Podcast right here. So uh, be sure to join Rick and myself as we'll bring it to you again next week. (laughs) 